Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Hi, I'm Dave Barnes. And I'm John McLaughlin. And welcome to Dadville. Dadville is a podcast where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of awesome dadding. It's funny thoughts and deep talks. So please, enjoy your time here in Dadville and enjoy this episode with... Trey Kennedy. You know, can I just say something that's just Please do. off the top of my head? Go. You Wait. know how we're always looking for resources that help us teach our kids and remind them of the really true, really important things yes. about them? Yes, yes, And we are, John. I'm going to first We talk about it all the time. We're gonna, I'm going to affirm you first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited I can't say I know it. Um, and y'all, and John, this is included. My okay. friend Annie F. Downs. She's my friend too. Better friend of mine. Has a brand new kids book that needs to bump to the top of your list. Take it all the way to the you top. You may know Annie from her podcast. That sounds fun. I know her from a lot of things, but that's Me one too. of them, okay? Me too. We're from the close. network we're on together, the That Sounds Fun Bye. Network. From her books for grownups and even her first kids book, What Sounds Fun to You. But I wanted to be sure that you knew about this adorable new addition to her catalog. It's called So Happy to Know You. Now, Dave, you knew all that stuff, which I already knew that stuff too, but did you know that the heart of this picture book is to help your children learn early and often that being exactly who they are is the greatest gift Love to that. them and to us? It's full of delightful illustrations that I did, not really, I actually didn't, <laughs> did. and some alphabet fun. <laughs> which I invented the alphabet, but go ahead. That's true. Maybe not. And an A to Z look at all these special character qualities that can show our kids some of the amazing ways God created them. And with her always Annie magic, and it is magic, Annie will teach the kids in your life to treasure how God made them special rather than trying to fit into others' expectations of them. Honestly, a message we could all learn from, right? That's right. So happy to know you. I mean that, Dave, but that's also the, the title of the book. <laughs> oh, I didn't know So that. happy to know you is out now, and you can grab your copy wherever or whenever you'd like to buy books. Yeah. Don't miss this chance to tell the kids in your life just how special they are with So Happy to Know You by Annie F. Downs. Available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. How we doing? Um, you know, looking good, man. Thank you. Sound good? Look good? Thanks. Oh wait, you what? are you are um yeah. So are you so you're in the your podcast spot. That's like you're all in you do it all. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. magic. Got the studio here. We recognize the plant. We do. Let's <laughs> go. Plant. Right. What what's the what's plant. the sweatshirt? Uh go Chiefs. Oh. This oh, is okay. uh True Colors. I guess this is Travis Kelsey's uh brand apparently oh, okay all right true colors okay i don't know Got it sounds it. like you just threw ra- random words on the chief's <laughs> merch it works called it his Brent. own thing but debbie they were that good Brent. at football it works you can do whatever um uh it's good listen this is a dadville exclusive scoop but apparently he and the old t-swiz maybe uh a little i started seeing there's that. a little That's there's just... maybe a little something there 
You know, really? that's just absurd. Also, I called that years like eight ago. Years My ago. gosh, if I yeah, one of the first things you said when we met each other. I mean, those are going to be some. Let's just let's play it on, just like they get married. Yeah, some monster children, because mm-hmm. she is a very tall individual. People, she that's is. Something, I'm not sure people know that about her, but she is. She's tall, like like not just like oh like like she's tall. She's like yeah yeah like if you really knew you you it's too tall yeah you'd be like I'm not listening to no anything I don't trust her anymore. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If people knew how tall she was, her music would not be near as successful. <laughs> right, they would fall apart. That's <laughs> why so many NBA stars just can't get their music off the ground. Is they're just too tall. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey, how you doing, man? Thanks for doing this. I'm great. Yeah, thank you guys for uh, reaching out, and you know, I can I can come on now. You know, I'm a dad. Yeah, I well, guess, so. we, we, yeah. we waited for so long. We were just like waiting, waiting, and then waiting. Not yet, and now, now, now is the now time. is the time. Because because how old uh, boy, right? Little boy named Thomas. He's uh, about seven months. Yes, you are seven months. It is how old? That's a great it. age. That is the age. Like my kids are. I've, two girls who are 10 and eight and whenever we're hanging with friends who have like a three-year-old or a two-year-old or whatever there's like it's all every age is great right but there is a phase where it is really tough and i don't like we leave and i'm like i don't really miss i mean their kids are so cute but man i don't miss that time where you're just like bending over all the time all day long you're just bending over trying to keep them from falling off cliffs but that six month, seven month, that range, that's a great range. Yeah, yeah. We've spent some time with some family who have like fourteen month, eighteen month, and that that looked that looked like a lot. So we're trying to cherish this now because he's like a, very officially not a newborn yeah, anymore. Yeah. He's we're not like, and we're first time parents. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the first kid, so we're not. We've got out of that. Like, is he alive? He stop thing breathing at any moment. Possibly do, and. Uh, yeah, so now it's like every time you touch him, he like laughs. It's still very, it's like a pet. John is actually still like that, um, depending, yeah. on, depending where you touch him. Oh, sure. Um, That's kind of my thing, yeah. <laughs> you touch him, he laughs. You get him under the armpits. That, feels, that just feels like Wild. one of those games, remember, it's like, would you rather? And that'd be, that's a great one half of would you rather. Like every time someone touch you, you laugh. Like every time. Just like a giggle, yeah. you know? I'd love <laughs> that's that. That's basically what it is. I'd love that yeah. person over there. Okay, so people are listening. They know the dulcet tones, Trey. They know it because they've laughed to them. They've heard you sing. They've, they're just having Pavlovian responses to the uh, tone of your voice because they know it so well. Mm. They're so frequently amused by it. Is that feels like it's getting weird the longer I talk. Um, yeah. So what we do, what we do is the, uh, we do the brag sheet. So um, uh, not that everybody doesn't know. Trey, you're everywhere, man. You are everywhere. Um, but let's do. Let's just give a little background here. This is. I like starting with this one because this one. This one, This is like a. This is an interesting tidbit to me. Received an MBA from Oklahoma State. Yeah, go Pokes. That's the MBA. Yeah, people are like impressed by that. I don't know. I I try not to diminish it too much, but man, it was. I mean, it's Oklahoma State. I love them, but yeah, are you like, are you offended by how impressed people are yeah, by that? Maybe a little bit. Uh, it's kind of like when my mom comes to my comedy show, and I'm like, "Are you so impressed by like my performance or or the material?" She's like, "You memorized all of that." 
No cue cards. Like, that's what anyone can memorize. That's not the part you're supposed to be impressed Mom, with. Mom, you're not, not yeah. paying attention to the rest. She's like, I didn't hear a word you said, but I did count all the words. Oh, I just couldn't believe you talked for that long. That, that, is, that, is, oh, that makes me laugh. Yeah. So did you – was that – um. Was that like right after college, went right back, finished that, and then started everything? It was. It, it truly was. And people are like, don't diminish it. You should be proud. Yeah, that's I mean, amazing. It literally was. Yeah. I mean, it's cool and stuff, but it, it literally was, um, oh, a, a friend of mine a year older than me did it. And it's like, hey, if you, I get you hooked up with this scholarship where it's basically free. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'll just hang out in college for another couple of yeah. years. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. yeah. Was really mainly it. And I, I did get my act together a lot more. I was the goofing off in college. I was like, all right, I don't, I just graduated. I don't have a clue where my yeah, life's yeah. headed. Maybe I'll stick around and grow up a little bit more and like not skip class. And so, and I like joined, I like joined some weird made up, like board of something, <laughs> you know, that's all that too. I was starting that's to build the resume. That's yeah. all that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, okay. After that released his first EP, take me to the river in 2016. Uh, since then, you've actually still released songs, which I think is really cool. Uh, wrote his first book, Dad's Be Like, Tis the Season to Be Swaggy. How do you read that without <laughs> laughing? In 2018, started his podcast, <laughs> Correct Opinions, with Trey Kennedy in 2019. In 2020, uh, released the web series, Middle School Maddox, on his YouTube channel, which I feel like I could say so many things about all these things. In 2022, put out his first comedy special called Are You For Real? Um and then uh, amassed, man, this is so incredible to me, a massive social media following with 1.23 million subscribers on YouTube, 4.8 million followers on Facebook, and 2.9 million on Instagram. These are probably all uh, bigger now. Um, fun facts, which I love these. Our producer always throws these in. Wife is a biomedical engineer. Yeah, that one actually is impressive. She, she earned that, that one. Is, that is really that. cool. Georgia Tech. Okay, yeah, which is, man. That's like Georgia Tech is serious, man. It's funny to meet because I went to Oklahoma State, state school. You know, they let anyone in. It's a lot of fun. College is like the classic. Like, man, remember when we like <laughs> we didn't do anything? That was cool. And her and her friends, oh. Georgia Tech, they're like, college was the worst four years yeah. of my life. They, <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like, yes. they studied every day. She, I mean, it was insane yeah. to hear their stories. I was like, wow. Yeah, so. yeah, it's, it's full tilt. Very different. Um, and then first video, I think this is so cool that you posted your YouTube channel with your cover of Tennessee Whiskey. Is that, tr- wow, is that true? Yeah. yeah, so it's that's a cool little rap sheet there. I, I haven't thought about some of those in a while, but I kind of started, I went viral online for both some like silly comedic stuff, but also just like cover yeah, singing. Yeah. And so my my introduction into kind of like the entertainment performance world was more singing. I was like, I'm going to be a right, singer right. and um, was doing the classic, especially back in the day when like YouTube covers were like huge, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Boyce Avenue and all that yeah, good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I, I uh, a lot of those have been lost into the ether or removed or something, but I was kind of putting those out. And I think that quick one of Tennessee whiskey, I like. It's just on a phone with me and my buddy, and uh, it got decent views, but I was kind of trying to do that thing for a while, and then the comedy kept seem to, seeming to work better better, and, and fit me a little bit better. Well, that, so that's, ran, that's ran something that I want. It's, it's funny you bring that up. That's, that's what I was so curious about because, I mean, you can sing. Like, you know what I mean? It's not something right. where it's like, you know, you're like, oh, like he's pretty good. You know what I mean? Like I remember, I think I, that was probably my first, because it was Vine, right? Wasn't a lot of this... 
Vine? Yeah, I was like, that Vine was the big yeah. jumping pad for all of it. So there'd be a little six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember before. thinking mm-hmm. like, oh man, okay. Like this is like, you can sing. So, so was that a, was that a weird shift in your brain going from like, all right, this music thing. And then the comedy stuff catches and you're like, go there. Or were you kind of equal opportunity either or both? It was trying different things. So the singing was, was, uh, my introduction to getting on stage, like in college, I made some great friends, good friends who were musically inclined. They pushed me to sing. I was getting encouraged. Oh, wow. Like you can sing, you can sing. And so I, I was like, okay, people are telling me to sing. I guess I could sing. I enjoy singing. You know, um, it turns out, you know, I had a knack for it, but I was always the funny guy and comedy is d- definitely more my default. I remember like trying to do the music thing and we'd go out and like do a photo shoot, right. For like the EP. And it's, you gotta, you're supposed to be like cool guy. Right. And I right. like, even that I struggled with it so much. I'm like, I can't, this yeah. is yeah. everything in me is like, make this goofy or something. So. Well, and it's got, like, if you're the comedy guy, you can't really do that pose because no yeah, one's going to take it seriously. And yeah, I think there's no one of like, is, does this guy think he's usher or is he Jim Carrey? Like, we don't know what's going on because I post both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Right, right. Uh, right. So I, and then I started, the comedy started working better. I felt more comfortable being goofy. And so I started to, a lot of stuff that started going viral post Vine was like putting the two together where I'd, I'd just be like national anthems be oh, like, yeah, and yeah, I would yeah, just yeah. be insane. Yeah, yeah runs yeah. and stuff where it was both like funny and people be like, Oh, he can sing. And so that was my shtick for a good long while. And it just kept leading to, to more and more jokes and comedy. And, and I still try to work in the music and singing cause I, I do love it, but that's more the thing. That's kind of the, the, the thing that's so, to, uh, well, no, you go, John, you go, I'll go. go. Please, Dave, go. I'll go. I'm so sorry. I'll go. Well, I was going to ask you what your relationship was like with music. Cause I, I have known of you for, I don't know, a couple years now. And it started with my wife. We would be like laying in bed and she would maybe like once a month, she would be like, babe, you got, he's got another good one. You got to watch this and would crack up. There was many, many times where my wife and I would just be dying laughing at some, one of your videos. And then it wasn't until I think this morning where I was researching stuff about you for the interview that I was like, I'm listening to your music in the kitchen. I'm like, this guy can really sing. Like, I wonder what, what is his relationship like to music now? And not just, you know, not the comedy music stuff, but like if you could like break yourself up into two different people, would you do it so you could kind of have that music career and also keep your comedy thing going? Or what's that like now? Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I, yeah, there, I, I definitely have ideas in the back of my head and and as you guys you know know very well that it's a matter of you know what's worth your time and and mm-hmm. i've i did a i did that first ep in like 2017 when it was like i'm trying to be a legit legitimate artist i was i was trying to get signed like a record deal i was trying to do all that and um had some meetings and stuff and it kind of came down to it where i noticed at a couple i i just had, had a couple like meetings that i in hindsight probably weren't that legitimate but on the you know baby steps i remember they'd be like so do you want to do this i think i'd even like straight up in like the interview with a record label be like i mean i mean kind of you know and i'd like leave i was like oh, yeah i don't think i want to do this that bad uh-huh. you know like move to la and like grind yeah. and develop as an artist and like try to be cool singer guy i was like man yeah and when i was confronted with like the first glimpse of like go for this i was mm-hmm. like man i don't yeah that's not it yeah. so 
And then as time went on, I built the comedy thing. I went back and did another EP that's uh, like trying to be good, legitimate music, but with a comedic tilt where we we wrote and put Bruce's whole song about being caught in the friend zone. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. And that was a lot of fun. And that, you know, got a decent reaction, but, it, you know, it becomes an element of like now now I've, I'm grateful to have a lot of opportunities comedically. I've got to really focus on what's working. But um, I do have hopes of down the road I can do something more with music, whether that's like legitimate, just very different. It's like real music or there's some still comedic angle to it or whatever. But I'd still like to do it down the road. It is. Um, it's so interesting to me. I, I feel like com- – I don't know if I'm right when I say this, but I feel like um, if people are presented with a choice between laughing really hard or hearing really great music, I feel like 98% of the time they want to laugh. And so the dilemma right. you have sometimes when you're both funny and musical uh, is that it just it's a it's just the lower hanging fruit because there's so much less work involved. You know, you just listen and laugh. There's not sort of music you have to engage and and as much as it's power. But I think that's that's always an interesting thing to me. Like I, I've, I'm always so fascinated by that because I think. Um, uh, you know, I have a lot. Of, I mean, John's hysterical. It's like, you know, you, there's a lot of friends I know that are really funny. And I'm like, man, if they tried this. But I think knowing they're good at music, you always have this problem. Because I think people people have a hard time, I think, holding both. They're all, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think comedy always has been, especially now in the social media age, the barrier to entry. I mean, you could just kind of put up your phone in front of your face and be funny. But it's like you can't just – I mean, you can kind of sing a little yeah. bit. But you can't yeah. be like – and and – Five minutes, I'm going to show you how I make great music. Right, right. It's like, no, yeah. you got to get in a studio. And so I think that's part of it yeah. too. And what a, people, a lot of people don't realize is it's a lot of, if you, if you can do it all, it's a whole lot of time. And if you can't, which most can't do it all, you've got to pay people pretty good money yeah, to, yeah. to produce yeah. or. John. Oh, Dave. No. I thought we were counting off. Oh. <laughs> Go. Are you okay. are you ready? And when I say are you really like are you really really ready for fall? Oh, I am so ready, okay. like so ready that I cannot wait. But okay. I'll have to. You do, but I don't want to. Okay. I mean, Dave, cooler temperatures, yeah. changing leaves. You yeah. know how much I love leaves, oh, especially when they're changing. I know. And all the special fall flavors start hitting the store shelves and coffee shops. Fall flavors, you say? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to want to try my new concoction, Johnny. Okay. Johnny. What is it? I made it in a giant cauldron. I didn't really have a lot of time, so I combined all the fall flavors into one delicious warm beverage. Mm. It smells... Uh... Interesting. Awesome. Okay, what, what awesome. do you have in there? It's okay. It's pumpkin spice okay. apple cider with cranberry infused candy corn topped with maple brown cinnamon pears and salted caramel ginger. Here, oh, try just a little bit of it. I see. I, I wish just that please I try. could, just but please. As, as luck would have it, I don't have anything to put it in, mm. so I'm gonna have to, you know, pass. No, John, not what? to worry. I just received my new Voyager coffee <gasps> mugs from Simple Modern. Here, you can have the far screen one. That's mm. my least favorite one. Oh. Yeah, this the the Voyager is awesome, but that that drink is tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, I can tell. Feels like you don't like it. That's what it feels like. I'm reading. Here. Well, listen. Here's what I do like. Oh. Simple modern, Dave. It ha- they have the best water bottles, tumblers, coffee mugs, and more for the fall season. Ooh. Speaking of cauldrons, well Dave. They even have a new Harry Potter collection, <gasps> along with Marvel characters, NFL teams, that's National Football League, and so much more. 
<laughs> so go to simplemodern.com slash dadville and by sharing your email, you'll get a unique discount code just for you. It's different than all the other ones, just like you. <laughs> or bundle and save for back to school. This should be your go-to brand for your family. Yeah. I want to give a shout out. Yeah. And when I give a shout out, I always I laugh because it just brings me so much joy you to give a shout, shout out to Claritin yes. Yes. for supporting this episode and providing us with free oh, samples. You know it, John. This time of year, my allergies are in fuego. They're mm-hmm. always on the attack, but I use this and you should too. Oh, I do, Dave. Every day in our house. Yeah. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, which is, this is me raising my hand, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill to relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, runny nose, itchy and watery eyes an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. John, I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for a long time, and it's been an absolute life changer. I can go for a run without my eyes watering. I may be crying, but it's not sure, from allergies. Totally different. And I can sing without feeling like I have a fr- like a big old, let's not even call it a frog. It's a, it's like a toad. It's like a family of toads. It's a family. It's a turtle. Yeah. In my so you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? Yeah, me. I'm it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Do you hear that? Yeah, is that, are those crickets? Are they? Feels like they're nearby. You know I fear crickets, Dave. Are those John, crickets? John, John, John. It's yeah. not actual crickets. It's oh. just a sound effect. Oh, my gosh. And it means that, that yeah. it's a sale you just missed out on because you're not selling on Shopify, John. I blew John. it. I blew it. But I'm still glad that it wasn't crickets. Well, maybe you'll like this sound effect better. Okay, buckle okay. up. Here's what yeah. it sounds like with Shopify. Oh, that sounds so it much does, better. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. That's right, Dave. Whether you're a garage entrepreneur or IPO ready, Ooh. like Dadville is, mm-hmm. Shopify is the only tool you need to start, run, and grow your business without the struggle. Gosh, you are so right, John. Thanks, Shopify man. puts you in control of every sales channel. All of them. So whether you're selling satin sheets from Shopify's in-person POS system or offering organic olive oil on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you're covered. <laughs> you And you are crushing it in both of those industries I, right now. I used to use them for tanning, but I don't anymore. <laughs> also, once you've reached your audience, Shopify has the Internet's best converting checkout to help you turn them from browsers to buyers. Oh, I love that B2B. Yeah. What's incredible to me about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, mm-hmm. Shopify is there to empower you with the confidence and control to take your business to the next level. That's right. Dave, did you know this? Shopify powers 10%, 10% of all. Oh, you didn't know that. All e-commerce in the U.S. Yeah. That's insane. And Shopify is truly a global force, Ooh. powering Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, 
Also, millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 170 Plus, countries. Plus, John, listen to this that you yeah. don't know. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success yes. every, step, every of the way. step of the way. <laughs> this is this possibility is powered, powered by, by Shopify. Shopify. I, I did know that. Did know also, that, yeah. sign up for a $1 a month trial period at shopify.com slash dadville, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dadville to take your business to the next level today. Can we tell, can we both tell them this, John? Here we go. Yeah. Shopify.com slash dadville. So, so tell me this. I, I'm so fascinated with this. So, so what was it like? I mean, I feel like you were, um, you kind of came in on the ground floor with a lot of sort of the viral humor. I mean, like Vine was... You know, I really loved Vine, I, I, you know, and, and paid attention to a lot of comedy, including yours on there. And it was so funny because, it, you know, what a weird way to make something funny. And I mean, it was so short. It was just like, which was great if you could figure it out because, man, it was like, but you did that. You know, you then transitioned to the other platforms and now have this great career. I mean, I can't imagine what it would be like going from like, you know, you're again, you're hanging with your friends at OSU or whatever, post grad school, whatever. And you post something and then somebody's like, dude. Have you looked at that? And you're like, there's like a million views. And it's just you and your bros watching Monday Night Football. And every 10 minutes, you're like, there's another 300, th-, you know, to go into where it is now. You know, but you were one of those guys that were kind of in on the beginning of that sort of thing, you know, where, where things catch and they go viral. And and I remember, too, being curious with some of the people that I love so much on Vine going, are they going to be able to sort of make that two-step over to the platform? Because it's such a different type of humor. You know, now you got a minute or you got... I don't know, whatever you want on YouTube. But like, what was it like? I'm so curious to know, especially the beginning where you're like, holy cow, this is kind of like working. You know, did you suddenly get into rhythms with it? Or was it, I'm just going to do it when it's funny? Or, you know, how much were you thinking about that? Yeah, I was 19 in college. Like like I described earlier, a lot of free time, goofing off. And just, uh, it's, it's wild when I do podcast stuff like this I mean, it's just 10 years ago yeah um mm-hmm. which is crazy i've been doing it that long and we i remember one of my first like light bulb moments was i saw this guy who had i don't know fifty thousand followers on vine i was looking at his vines i'm like oh these are good and then i'm so i start googling like who's this guy's obviously i don't know some famous person i'm not aware of and i start to realize like this is a normal guy who got 50,000 followers from like that didn't, that idea didn't really even exist 10 -hmm. years ago. It was like, if you have followers, you were a famous person that signed up for Twitter. Yeah. Right. Um, And so that was the first of like, I I can just become famous by being funny on the internet. (laughs) And so I got into like, just try, you know, in my head, I'm like, if what if I got like 5,000 followers, you know, that was back in the day when, you had maybe a hundred followers and you're like the popular person on campus had 500. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> What's this person doing? And I, uh, slowly got up to, f- I, I had a couple, it was like more singing videos and it went up to five, 10,000. And I remember friends, friends were going nuts and we were all like, dude, we, I bet you might, you might end up getting 50,000 followers and, uh, posted a few videos that did the whole overnight, like wake up to tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands. And that, Three months later, I had a million followers. Jeez, Louise. And it was really In three months. Intense. Yeah. That's insane. Because there was only like, I was probably the 10th person on Vine to get a million followers. Wow. Like there was like yeah. 20 of us. Yeah. And it just happened really quickly. And like, it's just fascinating because now if someone gets a million followers, I think everyone knows mm-hmm. like, 
your life's about to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You quit yeah, your job. Yeah. You're making a lot yeah, of money. Yeah. And then it was just like, I was like, well, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> As you're eating so at CC's cl- Pizza, cranking through buffets. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there was, I, zero dollars of any kind. No one even, I didn't even cross my mind to make money off it. Right. I was just like, this will, this is kind of a fun thing I did. I go back to school, go back to class. And I got hit up by an email where this guy's like, hey, man, I'll pay you like 300 bucks to promote this like phone case I made on the internet or something random. I was like, cool. <laughs> and I just made a vine of like this phone case that, you know, got 4 million loops, they called it, which, you know, it's like it, today some kid would get paid. Who knows how yeah, much yeah, for yeah. that? And that was um, that was the very beginnings of like, oh, wait, that makes yeah. sense. I could. Yeah, I have something valuable here. And that was really, and then stuff started coming in and pouring in and slowly over the years it, that by the end of college, I was kind of did the NBA too. Cause I'm like, I'm making like a full-time living. By no really knows it. Yeah. I mean, I was, I didn't need money at all. Like a, I was still applying for jobs cause I, I had no belief this yeah, would turn yeah, into a career. Yeah. I was still like, I mean, I, what am I going to do? Make vines for the next 30 right. years. But <laughs> there was an element of like, I mean, I guess I'll stick around in college. I'm, I'm making money off of this. I don't know where it's headed. This is confusing. So, so what is your relationship like with, like when you were talking about earlier, where you you started having those experiences where you post a video, you go to sleep the next morning, it's got like fifteen thousand more views than when you went to bed. What what is your relationship with the work like in that regard? Like for Dave and I, it's the equivalent of you know we put a new song out and we've got our you know we hope that we get some playlists. You just like. But you have to square up to the reality and your expectation. And this song didn't do as well as that song, all that kind of stuff. Of course. Uh, you're, you're at a level where on, from the outside looking in, sure, lots of everybody would be like, oh, he's, he's made it. He's, he's good. But we both know that you've got some relationship with that and your expectations with this video and the videos that you wanted to, you know, hit a certain spot that didn't or whatever. What's that like for you now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you guys totally get it. It comes in these waves and these and the 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 target's always changing and it's it, it's but it's always the same too, right? It's always like you make up this new target and you're bummed mm-hmm. if you yeah, hit yeah, it. Yeah. You don't hit it, you're pumped if you do. Right. So at the start, and like I haven't even really thought of this since, but it's insane. Like I got to a million followers so fast, all my videos were getting there wasn't even really views on it yet, it was just likes, but there was a just a a tab on that app where all the top liked videos went. So it was just a goal to get on there. And I was just obsessed having fun. It was a challenge. You know, I did nothing mattered. It wasn't my job. It, it wasn't even making money. It was just fun. And then as time went on and I got years into Vine and you start to see maybe views go down or things change. And yeah, I remember like I'd post a video that would only get like 3 million views and I'd be like, yeah devastated which like, right. in hindsight it was such a wild west of social media where if if you were just one of the top people on there there was no algorithm hindering you. Yeah, yeah. it was just yeah. like mm-hmm. going like now now social media prioritizes like smaller creators and and like but the, if you had five million followers they, they just sent it to five million followers yeah so in hindsight it was like man i was living the dream but that you know i had a certain number in my head like i do now and and i i've been doing it long enough where i feel like i'm in a good headspace but it was probably three years into it, really, uh, when I had that first big moment of like, oh, man, I'm kind of tying too much of myself up into this. Uh, and Right, right. And you see, you get 
oh man, are people unfollowing me? Am I a piece of crap? You start doing all that. So was there a moment that you noticed like where, you know, you went out for, or, or maybe like, especially if you traveled during that time for spring break and then people are recognizing you, was that happening? That was a big part of, I probably had a, as I was that two or three month span where it popped, I probably had two or three instances where, um, cause I was, I was in Sora, yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you see the same people, yeah, yeah. but I'd go back home to Oklahoma city or something and go out to the mall and some kid would be like, I'd be like checking out at KFC and be like, wait, you make those vines? And I was a shy kid. So I start another kind of light bulb moment of like, there's real people following yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It didn't even occur yeah, to me yeah. when I got a million followers, like now people say hey to me. Uh, and so that was a big moment too, where I debated kind of stopping making videos. I'm like, is it? Wow. I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. I don't, do I want to walk around in public and have people holler at me? Like as minimal as it was, it, it wasn't very often, but that was another big moment too, where I was like, I, cause I, I didn't like attention at all at that point, at least yeah. publicly. Yeah. yeah. Um, because of the shy now i love it and um if it ever went away i'd be devastated but uh yeah that was that was a big weird time too where i was like okay kids are yeah. walking up to me it was weird too because vine was i mean i was 19 making like homework jokes yeah so i had like 13 year olds <laughs> running up to me like i was justin bieber so that that has stopped and it's like a bunch of people like yeah, more our yeah, age yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which is yeah. very pleasant yeah. but that was a, that was weird for sure yeah. but you're like okay i want to ask what may end up being like because you you guys are both comedians so the, I, this may end up being the not the the ridiculous question that the non-comedian of the group asks because i'm overthinking what it's like to create comedy so forgive me if this is ridiculous but like one of my arguably my favorite videos of yours is I don't know the actual title of it, but it's the right left, you know, where you're you oh, personify the dude. right and the left. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Trey. It is so it good. It is genius. Oh, that video is genius. That's so, awesome. See, I feel like real creatives like yourself appreciate because well, that's one what, I'm like, I really spend extra time on. And bro, it's like, it, you know what? I think it's so good. And John and I watched it together this morning, like just to be yeah. like, let's get in the headspace. And um, the thing that is so clear, because to me, there's like different, there's different levels to humor. I mean, there, like there's everything, but there's like funny, like you're like, oh, that's funny. I buy high fives. That was funny. But then there's like that where you're like, oh, this isn't just funny. He sat down to make hooks throughout the thing where they both say the same thing and that are actually profound. And you're like, like if anyone's listening who hasn't seen this video, you should so pause good. the podcast, watch the video, and then it's kind of humor it. at its highest form. And, and in like that and subscribe, it's not just fun. <laughs> hit yeah, smash yeah, that yeah. like button. Sure, but you. like you but know, yeah. it's 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 high. It's the highest form of humor because it's not just humorous. It's it's like profound. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, you oh, kind of yeah. go, but it's so good, dude. It's so good. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I I uh, I do think what's natural to me and my core is more lighthearted humor. Like you, you know, you I'm sure as you guys are in the content game, you, you start to get tempted to be like the next great <laughs> philosopher or something, you know, right, so I try to right. like not, but that one was yeah, flexing so that muscle a little it bit so and it was fun. That was birthed from literally like, um, hanging out with two of my friends, one who's super liberal and one who's super oh, wow. uh, conservative uh -huh. and they both, and they both like in different conversations, well, actually separate. I, I talked to them separately and they both talked about how they don't watch the NFL. <laughs> and I was like, that's fascinating because it's for yeah. such different reasons. I'm like, <laughs> right. 
And it's like, and you start thinking, like, there's so many ways that, like, the far ends of the spectrum, like, uh, kind of land in the same spot in, like, weird different ways. They don't even realize it. Okay, right. time out really quick. Sorry, guys. I just realized, I didn't realize my laptop's this show. Can I just grab my oh, charger? Please do. Please do. Go ahead. Okay, Go ahead. sorry, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> this is the hey, second. What can we do to make this, to pick this up and save this interview? Because it, it's not going to He's great. so mean. I didn't expect him to be just so bitter. If he had, you know what I mean? If he had clothes on, I could focus more. I know. That distracted me, too, yeah. in the beginning. And just pull the camera up. And does he have to do all the poses? I don't, I don't get that. It helps. I mean, I don't. It helps. <laughs> I will say that. It does help. Um, yeah. If also, you could put your clothes on, just FYI. I know you're trying to make I just, I wanted him to feel good about his decision to not wear well, clothes. Him seeing you is not making him feel better. Okay. You can tell that. That's 100%. That's <laughs> whispering. All right. There we go. I, you, I, heard, I heard the sound. I heard the sound. Okay, so here's my eye roll question. Because okay. what makes that video so great, like Dave was saying, there's like, there's, you know, a guy getting a, hit in the head with a mallet, right? There's like, that's this comedy. And then there's like profound truth that is making a statement on like our society in the, at the moment. That video has both and layers between and all that kind of stuff. Do you, do you start with like an interesting concept and try to make it funny? Or do you find yourself getting hit on the head with a mallet and be like, well, how can I tie this to culture right now? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's more finding, kind of what you said the first time, finding the idea and then making it funny. I think... Um, as a comedian and as time's gone on, I got more confident. It's kind of like a fun challenge. Like I, I believe I can make anything funny to mm -hmm. some degree. It's more so just what's the thing that's going to resonate with people or people relate to, or what's, what's big happening now. So I think when I made that video, you know, the, the whirlwind of those couple of years of left first, right. And all that. And, um, and those just moments of inspiration, like two of my friends saying they won't watch the NFL and it's like, Oh, that's, interesting and and you just uh sometimes it hits you and you just run with it and it, it kind of comes together and and sometimes it's sometimes it's we spend hours writing a script that's like all woven together and it's kind of disappointing and there's times where i just like get into a character and improv for 30 minutes and it goes crazy viral so it's <laughs> it's always like confusing and frustrating but like in a great way um, yeah you never know. It, do you ever? How many have you done where you're like halfway through and you're like, "This isn't funny." Like you can, you can just feel. Like yeah, what's on the cutting room floor that going. we don't see? There's a there's a decent amount of videos that hardly get posted because you start to even yeah during the shoot sometimes you're most most of the time even the shooting it you're still like okay I think that's decent. There's there's rarely times where even in the middle I'll be like I think we just need to move on. This isn't. <laughs> But then sometimes you see the edit. Yeah, I, I almost yeah. always know once I see the edit and I watch it and there's almost this weird part of, even though it's my video, I'm like, I just really enjoyed yeah, watching yeah, that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's sometimes where I'm like, I just, darn, that's, that didn't really come out the way I really thought. <laughs> I was um, imagining it. <laughs> what, and I'd have to imagine that you, you are having to deal with responding to people you, with, with such a following that you have on all these platforms. People are, especially if you're doing a, a video where you're commenting on any anything political, even though that video that we're referencing is is making, uh, you know, 
neutral statements about both sides, all that kind of stuff. Um, how do you sort of police that for yourself? Are you like, you know what, I'm not going to read the comments or I'm just going to dive in full in and respond to everybody? Yeah, the best part of doing this for so long, especially comedy for so long, is you, I mean, you, I'm, I sometimes feel like a sociopath because I'm like, I don't, they didn't know when, not at this point, I don't respond to anything anyone says really. Uh-huh. Um, now, now even being on stage, I mean, my fans are really great and nice, normal people, but there's still times where all something insane will happen. I got, I got booed a few weeks ago, and then it's like, you know, eight years ago, I would have just cried and left, yeah. but then, and now I'm a, I'm a sicko. And I was like, I was like pumped. I was like, now I'm going to make fun of this person. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, sometimes it's worrisome, but, um, it doesn't bother me. And you, when you go into the political stuff, which was, I always said I didn't want to do, but it was almost like impossible mm-hmm. for a few years there. Mm-hmm. It was so prevalent. So I really was like, we're going to make fun of both sides, you know, do the classic thing. And there's just no like the video you're referencing left first, right. Make fun of both sides. You'll see comments. People be like, yeah, Biden's the worst Trump 2024. <laughs> like I, I made fun of you too. What did you watch it? People will just take what they want to, it's just so right. confirmation bias. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, Dave, I've been reading rooted. Okay. Okay. NIV Bible for men. Uh-huh. And I can't put it down. Have you oh. checked it out at all? Oh, yeah. I love it. Okay, so not just you. It's also me loving it. It's new from Zondervan Bible Publishers, designed to help you connect with your identity in Christ. It's rooted, Dave. Yep. The NIV Bible for men and flourish, the NIV Bible for women. Dave, what is so good about rooted? Tell I've been me. sitting here wondering if you're going to ask yeah. this. Okay. Yeah. You know, sometimes I, I got a million thoughts running through my little Enneagram 7 brain. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I love the summary of talking points and questions at the beginning of each book of the Bible. It helps center my focus about what I'm trying to read and what I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, another cool thing is the profiles that it has on certain people in yep. the Bible. Yep. Rooted goes a little more in depth about important figures and also the roles that they played. Yeah. Other features include myth articles that expose commonly accepted myths of our culture and refute them with God's word, which is awesome. It has notes that offer clarity into the attributes of God and has questions for growth that you can answer alone with a friend or in a small group. Both of these Bibles, Flourish for Women and Rooted for Men, offer the knowledge, strength, and clarity to navigate life's challenges with Scripture as your guide. And Flourish, the NIV Bible for Women, and Rooted, the NIV Bible for Men, are available both in hardcover and leather soft styles. Find out more and order your copy at Amazon.com slash Rooted and Flourish. That's Amazon.com slash Rooted and Flourish. Oh, John. Oh, oh, Johnny. Yeah. Are you okay? Oh, I got to tell you, that's why I'm rubbing my, you can see just how much I'm rubbing my belly here. I yeah, just made the hands. instant pot <laughs> baby back ribs recipe <laughs> from Butcher Box Double oh. B, and it was absolutely amazing. That sounds amazing. Do you have any left? John, those things were gone in mere minutes. Okay. Uh, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Look, I need my meats, Dave. Yeah. I say it all the time. <laughs> Arguably too much. I need my meats. How do how do I get my very own supply from ButcherBox? I know, I know. Just chill out, okay? Okay. It's so easy. The only hard part is deciding which meats to choose, John. Okay. What are, what are so some of your favorites? favorites? I, oh, yeah. I usually go with the mixed box. Yeah. Okay, it comes with yeah. grass-fed beef. Don't give me... Only grass. 
Oh for my those. gosh, I'm, don't get me started. Free range organic chicken and they pork so raised crate free. Oh. All right, so what if I want to just straight beef? I've, hey, now you're talking. Uh-huh. Okay, just go to Custom Box All Beef and have Butcher Box shipped right to your door. You know what, Dave? It sounds like I certainly have no beef with the benefits you, of Butcher Box. I knew. It's, I lobbed it, and I just wanted you to spike it. That's I knocked it. it out of the ballpark, <laughs> to use a sports work. reference. Let's give the people a little bit of time to stop laughing, and then I'll pick right up. Here, here we go. Okay, it beats the prices at the grocery store, Dave, and it's high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust, humanely raised with no antibiotics or added hormones. John, Get I've never trusted seafood, Mm-mm. and now I do. Now you can. It's delivered free right to your doorstep, and box plants are customizable in both size and frequency. That's right. A variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing value, plus exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, guides, tips, and hacks. Now, Dave, it's time to tell them about our special deal. Tell them. I thought you'd never ask. ButcherBox is giving us a special deal because we are special. Mm-hmm. And you are special. You're special. <laughs> Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash Dadville and use code Dadville to get $20 off your first order. That's ButcherBox.com slash Dadville and use the code Dadville to claim this offer. So, so one of the things that I was laughing at watching your videos this morning, which I had, I was thinking like, I, does your wife ever like, is she ever like, you know, or is it, is that me? Are you doing me right now? Or like, or like where you're like, she's halfway through a conversation. Don't grab your phone. I know that. I know I said that wrong, but do not grab your phone. Cause you're like, no, I'm sure I know exactly how you mispronounced. She, she's, I think I take for granted what a good sport she is. And she like, just doesn't care at all. And I think she fully <laughs> trusts me. Um, She's really never spoken up. It's more like my my mom or my sister. They can get a little bit like, all right, we're making fun of my. Uh, but they're still good sports. Like my parents came to my show, and you know some materials about them. And this is pretty. You know, I grew up with a sweet Christian yeah, mom. This yeah. is a great um, caricature of her. I was like, mom, was there anything that like offended you? I just want to be make sure. And she's like, you know, I, the one joke about you kind of mentioned. You know, when you were you and Katie, I was like, no, I'm talk when I talked about you. I'm not not the whole thing. She wanted she just thought I was like doing Give a check me. of like the G rate. Like, well, you went a little put you pushed it there. That wasn't quite clean <laughs> enough. I was like, that's not what I was asking. <laughs> Come on, bro. she's like, oh yeah, you can talk about me all you want. I think, I think my parents get a kick out of it. Um, but you forget to like one of part of my set on stage. I make fun of inspired by i make fun of like my what my cousin named their child oh. and they like come to the show and kind of and it's like oh yeah i've done that so many times now i was like i didn't even cross my mind that you were literally there and you know they're good sports yeah, and yeah. stuff but yeah there's a balance of it, it is all inspired by real life yeah, yeah. but um, yeah i don't know who said it but there, there's some famous quote from some author that was like if your if your family and friends aren't i'm i'm butchering this but if your family and friends aren't a little bit mad at you or something like that, you're not really writing. You guys heard Ooh, that? Ooh, I like that. Somebody said like, that. I've, I thought you were going to say, I've heard before, like if if you're, you need to make sure that everything, everything I'm saying about whoever, if if they were in the room, what I still say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, 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 yeah. is a great rule. And it's funny. I made fun of another kind of friend of ours inspired by clearly, and they like couldn't make it to the show when my other friends did. Like, oh, dude, if they were there, would you have said that? I'm like, yes, that's just my material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a monster I'd be. I was like, oh, they can't make it tonight? <laughs> well. <Listen> to this. <laughs> it's like, that's not what I did. 
That is amazing. Okay, so we were talking about Vine earlier, um, and I forgot to ask this. Because I, I, because Vine popped up, I don't necessarily always have my ear to the ground on what's <laughs> cool. So maybe I, it could have been, you know, hot for longer than what I thought. But it, but it, Vine, whatever happened, it went away. But that was your start. That's where you got your yeah, start on Vine. It was hugely popular from like 2013 to 16. Yeah. Really. And, yeah. you know, I remember when MySpace was the thing. Like you were talking about, like, uh, an aware store. Dave, remember oh, aware store? It. Oh, yeah. You were talking about where you would like wake up in the morning and check, like, did my video get on that thing? That used to be a wear store for us. And those, both of those things sort of go away. And there's a moment where they start to, you know, secede where you're like, I'm losing my platform. Like, it's a little scary. Was that your experience at all with Vine? Or was it, were you like, no, nah, there'll always be some new platform. I'll get big on TikTok now or whatever. No, that was a great learning lesson, which now, like you said, I'm on everything now and I'll never make that mistake again. But I, uh, you know, there's a lot of savvy kids on Vine who'd have millions of followers on Vine and turn that into half a million Instagram followers. And I was just like, I was still very pressured. Like if a kid now, like we're saying, you get a million followers, everyone knows your life's going to change. You're going to make money. You also, you also are cool. Like 10 mm -hmm. years ago, I got a million followers and <laughs> some people thought it was cool. And then also half the campus was like, this how many videos is this guy going to make in his dorm room? Like, what is he? And so I was like bullied. It's like, now I'd be the coolest kid on campus. Right, right. And I was like, I would be like out at the bars and I'd see people like pointing and laughing. I'll never forget. That's amazing. It's like, they talk about how like internet trolls, like they never do it in person. Well, in college they do. Those kids have guts back in the day. I was in line uh, for like a late night hot dog at my college campus. And there's a group of people in front of me. There's something out of like a movie. And they go, hey guys, look. It's Vine Extraordinaire, Trey Kennedy. <laughs> and they all laughed in unison. And my buddy leans over. He goes, don't listen to it. <laughs> and I was like a moment where I was like, what is happening? Why? It was like. That's tough. Well, it, it, that you, you, yeah, all jokes aside, I was legit bullied. You, you nailed it, though, because there was this perception at the beginning of like, oh, that's like a guy or girl who sits in whatever room and shoots these vi yeah, like, like, how what? dare you think you're that cool to do that? We're now like, even now I told you, yeah, I was like, I was making money. And you're like, really? I mean, no. And I'm I'm really glad and grateful. I never was like, well, guess how I'm making money. I, I just kept that to myself. Yeah. But, you know, no one people's jaw would hit the floor if I was like, well, I'm making a full time. Yeah, yeah. doing this. I'm mm -hmm. like, uh, what? You know, they just thought I was. Well, that, a lunatic. and I think that's what's so fascinating. I'm so glad you said that because I think it's it's hard to realize that anyone younger, especially, but you know, those of us in their forties know this a little better. But like, you know, there was a time where that really it wasn't it wasn't cool. It was just so foreign. It was like, wait, hold on. So yeah. you're telling me during the day you're going to go in a room and shut the door and like film yourself? You know, like it really you you would have, you know, you'd have gone. Well, that is is he okay? Is like is everything? Can we yeah. check on him. You know, and I was, yeah, because going to Oklahoma State. I mean, no, no one is, no one there has on their mind to like be a yeah. performer yeah. or entertainer. You know, so that there's that extra element, and I, I definitely held back on some of my dreams and some of the things I was ideating on because mm -hmm. of that pressure. And like, I, I didn't build my Instagram because like Instagram was the thing and everyone was on it. So I, I didn't want. I felt like if I started blowing that up, that I mean, I'm just going to get bullied more. Now they're really seeing it. So I let mm. that get to me. And when, to answer your question, when Vine starts falling apart and disappearing, every, every influencer, every Viner is trying to get their following. 
to other platforms. But by the time Vine was deleted, I had uh, like I had 2.6 million followers and it deleted. And then my Instagram had like 40,000. Wow. So I was uh, I was pretty much back to square one. Yeah. And at, this was as I was wrapping up my MBA and I was applying for jobs. I was getting nowhere. I was trying to, this is again, people are, it's just too soon. I'm trying to convince marketing agencies. I was like, well, I think I'm creative. Maybe that's the role. I was like, look what I've done on social media. I've worked with Pepsi. I've worked with Dunkin' Donuts. I've done, and they, they're like social media. I don't, wow. They, they weren't even prepared for that. So I kind of was like, kind of got angry. I was like, dude, forget all this corporate stuff. I'm, I, this is, I so disagree with them. Like, let's try to build this back up. And, Thank God I was able to to get viral yeah. on Instagram and Facebook and so it's, and it probably and, and makes then, you uh, appreciate it all all the more. Oh. Like for so early in your start to have to kind of go back to square one, you know? Yeah, yeah, and and the the new challenge of sixty second videos and and it, it builds confidence too, right? It's like mm -hmm. it's not I wasn't some fluke who could do six second videos. It's like okay, I'm. I'm able to make these videos longer and maybe maybe I can do this. And um I think any any person, any entrepreneur, especially like a creative and stuff, when you hit maybe those first big songs or videos, there's certainly in the back of your head like, can I replicate this? Right. Um right. and it takes replicating it a lot for you to finally for especially me to finally sit back and be like, okay, I can do this in some capacity. My career's mm -hmm. not gonna end any day now. I think I can do some part of this. Um, do you have some version of the, like, you know, like for us, like every song we write feels like that's the last song I'll ever be able to write. Is that at all in your brain at all with, with videos and ideas? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, um, I have a buddy who's a music producer full time and we joke about like, it's like we get to do this job we like, but it's, it's, we joke like, we don't even really know how much money we have or believe in it. Like it just feels like monopoly money. It's like, I guess yeah. I get an email that says, we'll pay you this. We sign a contract and it's put in an account. And like, I get, is that in there? <laughs> Did I deserve that? And then you just keep, I joke my wife, like three times a year, I go, just, just start prepping. Now the career's tank. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I sense it. People are done. They're done with Trey. Yep. And then she's like, Oh, very fun. And there is, there's that sense of, uh, I mean, this is going to peak at some point. And even when it peaks, like, how hard is it going to go downhill? And, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that's always. But you're so wise to be doing great. the live stand-up stuff, too, because I feel like that's such a that's such a great, you know, that's a, that's a much more understood sort of path and trajectory. And, you know, and I think that that's the thing that is always so fascinating to me about, you know, uh, people who have careers the content creators who are just online like everything they're doing is based on that which is great and obviously extremely profitable but you know at some point you do wonder because we don't know i mean you as much as anybody you're leading you're sort of the tip of the spear on that like this is just all new air it's all new lands we're exploring like who knows how it goes who knows shelf life if people kind of you know to your point if all of a sudden you know uh uh a platform disappears, you know, you just don't know. And so I think the great thing about yeah. what you're doing is to be able to go, no, no, we need to kind of get this into books. Let's get stand up going. Let's get like more traditional, not quite as based on that. Just so you have those things going too, which I think is really wise, you know? Thanks. Yeah. I'm very grateful the stand up and the touring has, has worked. Cause I think that's done a lot to alleviate my 
terror yeah. of, yeah. of like, mm-hmm. man, these videos and like a couple months go by, the views are going down. You're like, what, what is it really? Can I not figure this out? And, you know, I've thus far, I've always figured it out. It goes mm-hmm. like this and ups and downs, but it, it is nice to know like, okay, I can, I can go in the city and sell some amount of yeah, tickets. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And to have that a whole nother business, it feels like, um, really grateful for because yeah. it'd be it'd be tough to purely be content because it's it's so unpredictable and so so out of your control well that you know mm-hmm. which, which the ticket buying and straight to yeah. customers just gives so yeah. much control back well, i remember talking to we, we've had uh tyler from dude perfect on and 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 uh talking to them which fascinated me because i did they did a cruise and they had me come play on it and we were all hanging and, and even they were saying i mean you know they're one of the biggest content creators in the world but they were like dave it's not there's not necessarily, they don't really honor us at YouTube. Like they love that we're on their platform. We all make money, but there's not a sense of every time we put a video out there, juice in it. He's like, it's, it's as much, it's not as much as a crap shoot. It's like a small brand new person doing it, but he's like, there's just, it's not as you said it so well before, like where you, I have this many followers. It's going to hit that follow, you know, they, and I, that blew my mind. Cause you think like people yeah. like you, then these people who really do big content and doing big numbers, like they're like, dude, let's do it. But he's like, it's just not. So he said, even we will have, you put out a video and you're kind of looking at it going, okay, let's hope it catches. And I'm like, that blows my mind. Cause there's just so little yeah. control, you know, there's yeah. so little control. I mean, I don't, I don't know how stressed too perfect is. They're like billionaires. <laughs> so I don't feel bad for them at all. But <laughs> I, 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 just for context too, like fa- there was this, a phase there where Facebook was like all in on video and clearly their algorithm was just firing out the like three, four minute videos. And I was getting easy 5 million views video, which was monetizing. And now it's, you know, TikTok changed everything. Everything's Mm -hmm. short and vertical. And like when Facebook was like one year, Facebook was probably 40% of my income on those views that this year it's going to be, two percent really That's i mean it's crazy. like it's like when else in business has yeah. there been this yeah. insane yeah. and and like just like that tiktok started some new program where they'll pay you for some views so where i made zero dollars on tiktok now there's like not a huge amount but a fairly significant and it's just weird like that where i've had numerous experiences on different platforms where they get an you get an email and overnight they're like we just flipped the switch where now you go from zero dollars to thousands of dollars for this. And it's like, it's crazy. I guess it, that's cool, but this is scary God. too. It would you be could like just press a button. back in the day, like Eddie Murphy is doing a stadium tour and like live nations, like, you know what? We actually changed things. So yeah, like 90% of the people who bought tickets, we gave them the wrong address. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're like, Hey, this, this year you're going to do the same thing and make uh 20 percent as much yeah yeah it's like, crazy, crazy okay i guess i have to and that's what i say thank god for touring and other things because yeah. you know my my income hasn't gone down 40 percent because because of other things i'm trying to do and thank right, god i'm doing right, it but right. mm-hmm. there's so many kids out there who are you know not even kids anymore everyone they're like okay youtube is my thing i'm making this money and then the whole thing shifts and they make yeah half of what they thought they were going to make. I mean, it's, it's wild. So how has, you know, we were talking about Thomas, right? Your little guy, six month old. Little yeah, guy, yeah. Thomas. How has that, I mean, I saw the video, I was watching it this morning about 
<laughs> where you're watching the, <laughs> the the monitor. But I mean, that has to be such a fun thing because now there's you got like a couple more colors in the in the you know in the paints that you can sort of. Have you found that that's changed a lot of your humor or sort of what you're trying to do or you know as a dad and how you're thinking about what you do? Oh yeah, I mean it's all my my comedy and how I've always written it is just my experiences. So it's been a great new. I mean, yeah. If you're if you're a if you're in writer's block and you're comedians, have a kid. Yeah, it's a great reason. Yeah, yeah. That's why you should have them for your own. <laughs> it's a write off too. Just FYI. Yeah, it's a write off. Oh, the tax benefits it's are amazing. amazing. Oh, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been fun just to relate to, not even professionally, just my friends yeah, too. I mean, yeah. uh, as you guys know, I mean, becoming a parent is just a whole new world, and and uh, it's been fun to relate to those people, make fun of people who aren't parents. Uh, <laughs> Everything, and it's it's really. That has just been a great life. I imagine but, too, because you know, the, like I, I'm sure it has to be opening up some new fans for you because people, you know, moms who might not have watched the stuff before suddenly are getting forwarded, you know, like that video, and then they relate to it, and then they start scrolling more, or they're pay, following you or paying more attention because now it's like, oh, he's making kid jokes, and I know that humor, and that's my life, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I would hope so, and um, th- yeah, there's a balance. I try to do. All of it, not because then you're like, am I alienating non-parents? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. That's in your head. But um, by and large, I mean, a lot of my following is just very similar to me. And so it's kind of cool to grow with them. And I had a lot of parent fans. So, I, you know, I see a ton of comments and them saying like, well, it's so we're so glad you're part of the club now because now we got all this content. And it's uh, I remember when I was when Katie was pregnant. So we, I wasn't a parent yet, uh, which and she wasn't either. That's a big thing. Oh, I tell it. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I've got in trouble for that. I'm so glad Katie wasn't pregnant during Mother's Day. I had some friends. They were pregnant with their first on Mother's Day. They're like, we got to go celebrate Mother's Day. I was like, for what? And oh, Katie jumped down my throat. She's like, you, they're creating life. They're beautiful. And I was like, okay. I was at a, I remember, and it's so funny. This guy I was so clueless. I was so convinced. I was like, I'm surprised you're mad at this, but I'll never say that again. I did a yeah. show once where someone, I was like, any moms here? And a girl raised her hand. I was like, how old's your kid? She's like, well, I'm pregnant. I was like, well, you're not a mom. And the crowd was kind of like, oh, oh, you know, I was like, what? She's not so sorry, <laughs> but there should, I mean, if you're still first trimester though. Yeah. But that, but I mean, that, you're like eight months, but that is I mean, fine. Really, like for you, that is like, you're like, oh, yeah, this exactly. is, yeah, oh, this content. is gold right here. But I tried to, and preparation, it was tricky too. Cause I knew well, I would be touring all over as a dad. So as I'm prepping my hour. As not a dad, I'm trying to like yeah. at least set some foundations for some of these bits. Mm-hmm. And as every parent knows, I mean, I completely underestimated it. I had no clue, yeah. absolutely no clue. Tell you're actually doing it. <clears throat> so I remember trying to do this bit about how like, come on, parenting's not that hard. Like, come on, basically. And as someone who wasn't even a parent yet, <laughs> yeah, it never did, went that well. And I became a parent. My, I've not uttered the jokes. <laughs> yeah, you just I was like, knew. that was just wrong. You do, yeah. <laughs> That was that was a good thing to yeah, learn. Yeah. yeah. So how has it been for you becoming a dad? Like is it has it been kind of what you expected? Were you did you always want to be a dad? Has it been harder than you thought? Uh it's yeah, all those. I never I always I would tell Katie, I was like, I don't being a dad is just something I kind of it's kind of like joining a fraternity. I was like, I don't think I ever wanted to. I was just <laughs> Everyone else was. Everyone was doing it, and like it turned out. Place to I'm sleep. Glad I, you know, like <laughs> being a dad, I was like, I'm definitely glad I did it. It's been a good time. I don't know. I don't know if I was like ever like, oh, I can't wait. 
to be a, I can't wait to be stuck at home. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um but as she like but I guess maybe deep down I did. I remember the time you know we first saw the pregnancy test was positive and that was like that was the most emotional point of all of it for me. Mm-hmm. Um in a weird way. Yeah. I was just uh, that was even more I mean him obviously being birthed was very overwhelming but even more so emotionally when that pregnancy strip was positive, I was like, here we go. Okay. This isn't like a funny joke anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's been an amazing experience. Definitely harder than I thought in terms of like, just um, my patience. And, and I, I, cause I was like, man, I'm, I'm doing this whole thing. I'm touring the country. I feel like my life is hard and I'm doing it. I mean, everyone has kids. I know a lot of dummies with kids, mm. um, but you do it, and it's very humbling because, yeah, my wife's like a like so many moms are. She's just like got this extra gear and this like bizarre mommy superpower where I'm like, dude, I'm done, yeah. and she's just keep yeah. she keeps going, and mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we're we're glad to be past the the wild first, you know, eight weeks. 10 weeks it or just whatever, gets easier from here so much yeah, that's what i've heard it's so much easier it's so easy they, they're really compliant once they learn how to talk uh-huh. to once they start walking then they can go do things for you and... <laughs> yeah yeah so have you yeah. i mean speaking yeah. of that i mean has it been a struggle for y'all or what has it been like for y'all i'm i inferred that far too much because of my experience what has it been like for y'all having the hours that you do like we do where you know you're kind of around uh... you know what i mean it's like you're working but you know, unless you're going somewhere else to do it, you know, it's tricky. Yeah, like th- those first I can few, hear your voice. Yes, I'm you're like, yeah, does talking. she nag you a lot <laughs> too? Yeah, no, no. She, oh, you're going to work. Belt- that's my favorite. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, that's the tricky scenario when it's like middle of the day. My wife, Amy's like, hey, can you do this thing or we, can you pick the girls up or whatever? And I'm like, well, I've got to. And she's like, what? Yeah. Finish that sentence, please. What? Yeah. <laughs> you got. If she work. were here, she oh, would be like, "I do not do no, that." You don't have the a job. Exactly. On your little keys, oh, are you writing? Your okay. Well, what'd you write oh, today? Right. Yeah. What'd you write? Let me hear it. Play it. <laughs> yeah, that's man, what you write on, on that. You that's it, that? dude. That's uh, that's something that the first, you know, the newborn phase. Obviously, was locked in. We're doing it, and then I, we had a whole game plan. It was well planned out. When he was about three months, I started getting back traveling. So it was like in a good groove, but I've been, I, I toured pretty good for a couple months and I've had kind of a month off ish, which we were thrilled about. I was thrilled about staying home, just chilling, chilling. And then we had issues <laughs> that it was like, what? Okay. I might, I still have a job, right? I need to go do it. And so that's been a lot of communication of kind of, yeah, just what I, I want to be home and around and I want to help, but also like you can't house me to help too much because I still think I need to yeah. provide for yeah, our yeah, family, yeah, yeah. but what's the balance? And yeah, our jobs are creative, which oftentimes you can like just a bit ago. So now I go to our studio more mm-hmm. often. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I want to be around you guys. Yeah. So I'm not leaving. I'm like, I do need to, I just got to go. And it's like a couple hours ago, I was, I caught myself. I was like, I, I don't know if I've done anything productive for an hour. Oh, I know. That's like, and she's back there, like oh. trying to get him to like eat yeah. a sweet potato. Come on, and I'm like, but I am like working, but and then our job's fun. I go to her. She's like, 
and she's promised not to hold it over me. I was like, that my job's fun, but sometimes she can't help oh, it. She's man. like, well, you're running around having cocktails <laughs> on boats in Florida. Right. I, I was like, I know, I know. I'm sorry. And you got to try to spin it negatively. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah, with the cocktail, it's lukewarm and this boat. Yeah. So noisy. Yeah. My, I went on the boat. I didn't sunscreen my nipples. So they're bleeding. <laughs> they're bleeding. We're both. Yeah. See, I, ow, I get it. Oh, I mean, it's, God. yeah. It's, and it's, I mean, it is, it's shocking how uh, much of a toll it does take on the woman, which again, I mm -hmm. underestimated. I mean, oh, yeah. they've got to fully make, look at us, get this brownie points, clip this and <laughs> just loop it. Send it to our wife. <laughs> I mean, they got to fully make it. And then you're like, okay, woo, she's done with that. I mean, I'm glad she's not. And it just kind of keeps going. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's weird too, like John said, wild. because again, what we do, that's, it, I don't envy other people's jobs much because I love what I do, but man, the, the moments where it's like, especially in the season y'all are in, because now you know, they get into school and it, you know, everything kind of starts going. It's like, she's got, if she's not working and she's at home, she's got time during the day now and it's great. You know, she kind of gets her life yeah. back some, but it's tricky because, um, you know, it's like. You're you're trying. It's like navigating that space and not, you know, uh, especially especially those early years where everybody's tired, you know, and you're trying not to enjoy your life <laughs> because that's the worst thing you can do. So it's like every day you come up, just like how'd it go? I'm like, Ugh, you went that fun again. Just wrote yeah. a great song. Oh, it's so annoying. It's so hard when you just have a chorus yeah. that feels massive, you know. And so that was like whatever yeah, that was. Yeah, but I guess it'll pay it'll for the new throat hurts. You know, uh, bicycle for the kid. Whatever. We don't even care about that anymore. Well, do what I gotta yeah, do. Doing, yeah, but it's, it's so I mean, people. there were just so many times where coming home, I was like, boy, how do I play this? Because I'm really happy about what happened today. But she's like, you know, covered in poo and crying out of one eye, and you're kind of like, mm, mm -hmm. you know, like. And then she'd be like, don't diminish it. I actually need to hear you had a good day. And I'm like, oh, okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. No, it's too happy. Still too wrong. happy. Ugh. Dial it down. Too happy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, dude, thank you so much for being on. So we do, we do what we call the speed round here at the end. And let me say this, too. I, I want to replug this because I was watching it today, and it's so great. Um, you do have your comedy uh, special up, and it's really freaking funny. The Are You For Real? Oh, which thanks. Is really, really funny. Uh, so for anybody listening that, that wants to go watch that, it's really good. Um, and so, okay, so speed round. Uh, I'm going to do, we'll do uh, just four of these. We'll do one each. But uh, here we go, buckle up. Favorite character to do? I give it the basic the basic girl character. <laughs> yeah. It's just been a staple. And Don't you find, too? Just part of me. That's now. what I was going to say. Like, yeah. you know, I, I do videos and characters and stuff and not near to the um, as much as you do. But my favorite ones are like, I could hit record and go three hours and it'll all be new because something about this character is just in my brain and it's just going. And those are For so sure. much fun to write. But that one's... Those are the That's best. yours. Just a bit like the Yeah, one. and it's just... It's cool how some of... I don't have a ton, but the characters I do have, how much they've just like, they've kind of naturally just yeah become yeah. over yeah. the years. Mm -hmm. Like now she has a name and a wardrobe and it's just, you know, to expect. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, that's so great. It's All fun. right. What's the least favorite character to do? Or maybe the hardest character to do? This might surprise people, but the middle schooler is Maddox. Oh, yeah, yeah. They call yeah. Him, but, yeah. Um, that one's fun. People... Man, that that talk about an idea I threw up one day where I was like, I don't should I even post this? And then I got like thirty million views. Like Good unbelievable. Gracious. I I think I, I got a 
whole influx of fans who are like more in their forties because they have those like oh, yeah, middle yeah, school yeah, age yeah. kids yeah. and that like I still people on the road they'll be like ah oh, the middle school videos that people love that character but it's just the whole character is like convulsing and shouting and like grunting <laughs> you know like oh, yeah. and it just. It kind of hurts my head to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then at the end of the day, when you've been doing it for like three hours uh, and you're driving home and you're like, I'm just pissed. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Katie, still Maddox. Katie has uh, a few times been like, are you, that, are you doing the character? That was weird. <laughs> bringing I'm him like, home now? Is that what's happening? Bring Trey back. Yeah. Where's yeah. This is weird. Uh, okay. If you could do like a uh, comedic collab video with anyone, and I'm, you know, let's just say we're included too, but. Who would that be? Like, who's like the dream? Who are some of the dream lists for collab videos? The guys that pop in my head are uh, Kevin James, uh, Ray Romano. Those are the guys I was raised uh, on. Because, you know, I I get asked so many times, you know, your inspiration. Da, 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 and I, I grew up sheltered, good Christian boy. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I, I, was, yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch 90% yeah, yeah, yeah. of yeah. it. People are like Seinfeld, right? The classic. I was like, I, I was not. They, they were run around town, York City, which is an yeah. evil city, by the way. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Convoluting. With, and so, Everless Raymond, King yeah, of Queens, yeah, yeah, yeah. was pushing yeah, it, yeah. but was yeah, allowed. Yeah. And I thought those guys were hilarious. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that, that I think, um, I really do believe this. I think the tightest 30 minutes that I've ever seen of comedy, Kevin James swept the small stuff to me, I think from the mm. beginning and the end, is literally maybe the tightest 30 minutes I've ever seen. And again, I didn't watch a lot of stand-up growing up because, you know, very very little of it was clean. I remember the the blue-collar guys. What of, of that was yep. clean? Of course, like Fox, where they, my dad loved Larry the Cable Guy, but um, Sweat the Small oh. Stuff was one that, like, I didn't even really know what stand-up was. I was, like, 16. I remember watching that just being like, oh, man, how is he? It's just him on a stage. It was How is he so funny? God, he doesn't mm-hmm. miss. It is. It, yeah. That, yeah. I, I remember this true story. I ordered it on the phone from Comedy Central VHS. Because I saw the special. Mm. I was like, call 1-800. I was like, hello. I was like, can I order? I don't know where it goes. But I mean, I I, I loved Yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> such a great stand-up set. Love it. All right, we're going to land the whole plane on this last question. Favorite song of all time? Hmm. Both of Dave and yeah. mine's entire catalog <laughs> is up for grabs here. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just keep asking until I answer you. <laughs> Let's do it one favorite? more time. Okay, second one favorite. <laughs> Podcaster, who's also <laughs> like in the Nashville area. One that popped in my head, Climax by Usher. Oh, look at you. Mm. Usher. Usher is my favorite artist that's of all time. That's the second Usher reference of this of this conversation. That, well, yeah, that's why. It's my favorite artist of all time. He has a Vegas residency that I'm going to get to at some point. But um, I was raised on musically. What I love seeing in the shower was like Usher, Rascal Flatts. Oh, yeah. Um, a little bit Timberlake, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. right, that right, but um, a lot of vocal dexterity, exactly. I yeah. was in there, yeah, <laughs> doing it, just getting <laughs> after it. And Usher is like a all time fave, and that's that's almost my favorite Usher song, yeah. yeah. Nice, well, dude, thank you so much for hanging, yeah, this man. Thing. This has been great, yeah. that was really fun. Thank you all for having me, man. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah.